searching, trying to find something or otherwise seeking, carefully and thoroughly. Deja and Daryl Ellison Jr. Thank you, Deja, for joining me for the podcast. Um, if you can just introduce yourself, what you do, and who you are. Yep. So I am Dina Rail. I have a YouTube channel called The Search. Um, it started out being something where I didn't really know what I wanted to do for my career and for the rest of my life. So course introduced who I was and then started sharing some tips and tools from the therapist slash career counselor I was seeing and now it's turning more into documenting my life as I start to figure out more and dive into what I'm doing and hopefully it helps other people who are going through the same thing as me. <laughs> my first question for you is how was your upbringing? Um, first thing that comes to my mind is strict. Um, I have three parents, which people think is weird. My dad got remarried, and all three of my parents get along quite nicely, um, but they definitely didn't let us run the streets and stuff, so we were always considered, oh, your parents are so strict, you guys don't get to do anything. Um, but I wouldn't change it. Okay. It contributed to who I am and some of the stuff that other folks is in, like folks got kids and stuff right now, and I don't want that right now. Right, right. <laughs> I do consider myself a person that I run high on emotions and stuff, but the way that I was raised helped me take a minute and sit back and be like, okay, let's not go because you pissed off you want to do this, that, and the other. Let's think about it and figure out the best thing. Even though I can still be petty, but it's a planned petty sometimes. <laughs> um... In regards to like the whole not knowing what I want to do and stuff like that, that also I feel like contributed because I am the oldest of a total of eight kids between the three parents. Mm -hmm. So the whole, okay, you're the oldest, you have to be the example, this is what we need you to do. To lead by example is kind of probably what contributed to me being in the place where, okay, it's time for me to invest and figure out what Deja wants to do. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm like, almost 30 and all of my siblings have almost graduated from high school and stuff it's more so yeah i'm gonna do whatever i want to do now <laughs> growing up what was your what was your goal like like as you grow up like what did you want to grow up to be like, what was your your scope uh, so i actually have a little notebook that our parents used to have for us it's not completely filled out but the very first thing i wanted to do was a ballerina so something always started out where i wanted to do something that was creative and in the arts um but then somewhere in elementary me and my best friend at the time like really liked animals we used to pretend like we had pet dalmatians that peed on people at school that we didn't like okay so then i was like okay veterinarians work with animals but then from there lack of exploring other options and stuff like that um it just kind of stuck okay so from elementary up until like uh, several years of college, it was always want to be a vet. And then I got health issues, and I was like, okay, vet's not working out for me, so let's try dietitian. And then I was like, okay, I just hate science, or okay. not necessarily hate science, but my brain and science aren't compatible. <laughs> well, okay, explain that. Uh, what do you mean? Okay. Um, so hands-on stuff, labs, ACE all the time. Okay. Lecture stuff where I have to remember the elements and how stuff reacts and names of diseases and stuff like that doesn't stick. Okay. I, no matter how hard I study, even having tutors and stuff tried it, it just 
I it don't stick or possibly because it's like, yeah, no, I don't like doing the non-hands-on stuff. It's boring, so I'm not gonna remember any of this. So even if you if you were like trying to actively trying to remember it, it just wouldn't stick. No. For the most part. It's like for the most part I remember stuff about animals and stuff because I mean I do have a love for animals, but honestly like the rate of suicide, the amount of debt that they go into and then I actually worked um somewhere for like two or three years a traveling veterinary service where you actually get to work under a vet there I mean even though we need them theirs was like yeah sometimes if I would have chose to do something else I would have you said the, the rate of suicide amongst veterinarians mm -hmm. that's a high thing yeah yeah. I didn't know that. It, it, it sucks. I didn't realize it either until people started telling me, like, yeah, the stress and stuff. And, like, especially, like, because when you're in that field, you love animals so much, but sometimes you have to put them down. Yeah. That can mess you up. never thought of it. I never, yeah. I mean, because I didn't, I mean, like, I have a dog, and I love my dog plenty, but I just wouldn't have thought somebody that would be into it professionally would be that bothered by it. Like, I mean... But, it's the same thing, I mean, even though when you're a human in the hospital, I'm sure that those doctors have issues when, even though it's the best thing for the person, when you have to talk to somebody and be like, I think we may have to pull the plug, that is probably something that they may have to get therapy for, like, had to make the decision to take someone's life. Even if they were in a vegetative state, that person's still breathing. Yeah, I just, I guess the dog thing or the, the pet thing kind of... It makes sense, but I just can't. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people. It's like, animals are a part of the family. Like, I remember in high school, one of the dogs we had, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you call it going senile for animals as well, but he was just getting older, and he started jumping the fence. Now, looking back, it probably wasn't a great idea to put him on a tether inside of the fence, but he jumped the fence again and okay. ended his life. And, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that it messed me up. I... It was in volleyball practice. I was there, but I wasn't there because it was like they're they're a part of the family. It's like another little sibling to me. So, right. But I mean, I know I understand everybody aren't like that with their pets. Even though they love them, it's not like yeah, no, we're gonna have a whole funeral type situation. Who is Deja at her deepest level? Like at the root? Like who are you? Like um, I'm still trying to figure that out. I. I would say first thing kind of comes as a crybaby okay. <laughs> into my mind. Again, very, very emotional person. Serious conversations sometimes I would like to cry. Um, of course, sad situations I would like to cry, frustrated. It's like uh, a lot of conversations that I have with people, if I'm not looking at you or if I start blinking a lot or sometimes I take long pauses, especially with families because, you know, families can they hit a chord a little differently. Yes. Um, it's always me holding back tears. And, I mean, I used to be like, yeah, no, I don't want to cry in public or whatever because that's a sign of weakness. Now I know that it's actually a sign of strength because everybody ain't in touch with their emotions and stuff like that. But that's the first thing that comes nothing wrong with being a crybaby I'm, I'm okay with it <laughs> but um, I guess a little bit of fear as well it's like I don't know if it's like I don't I don't want to go as far as a split personality but it's like we got we have Deja 
and then we have Narelle. Okay. Narelle is the more confident individual who is always talking to Deja like, no, you got this, you can do this, we we got more potential than you're putting out there type situation. So there's something in there that want to come out. I just, I got to let it out. <laughs> like, what do you think is keeping you from, like, shedding that, that fear of, like, being the fool of you? I think it's expectation. Family expectation more than strangers. Because, again, with the being the oldest thing, like... My dad, for example, who loved my dad, forever talking about my dad and his accomplishments because he's a high school dropout that is now over a program in high school. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> right. That's dope. So, always talking about him, but when he was growing up, one of the parts of his story that makes him so strong is that um, mental illness runs on that side of the family. He had custody of all of my aunts and uncles, his brothers and sisters, grew up in the house with him. So I know that made him strong and he had to make certain decisions as the oldest child that, I mean, I'm blessed to not have been able to make because my parents were able to be with me and do what they needed to do. Um, but it's still that pressure of if something happens as the oldest, this is your job. Like, you got a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's like I, my dad is working on it now and a lot of our conversations is like you can see the growth that old dogs can still learn new tricks where it's like I don't want you to put everybody in front of yourself or do so much for people where you're almost 50 and now you're just now I'm not going to let this bother me I'm going to do what I want to do type stuff and it's like it's still hard because it's like almost 30 years of my life that's what I've been trained to do it's like okay Deja needs to step up because she's the oldest. Okay, let's get this done. Let's figure out a plan to help these siblings. Does that pressure ever get too much for you? Or have you, like, maneuvered through it enough that it's not as bad? Pressure um, well, with the help of the therapy that I invested okay. in, okay. I'm now in a place where it's like, okay, if you don't do this, don't expect me to do this. These are my plans. You either going to be in a situation or you're not going to be in a situation. But I'm still going to do this. I've I've gotten there now. Okay. Um, about therapy, because we know that a lot of us we don't go we don't go to it, and especially for a lot of men. I'm I think women go a lot more than, than men. But like, what is what is the therapy brought you in total? Like, what have you learned from it? I think I've learned. I don't know. The first thing comes is acceptance, but how to explain it, I'm not quite sure how to put that in words. It's like, I'm, I was already very self-aware, which I would have never said, but according to the therapist, the stuff that I was saying, she was saying that I was a very self-aware individual, just accepting certain things and certain feelings about things are not a bad thing. It might have been part of it was like feeling guilty about I feel obligated that I have to do this, but I don't want to do it. But if I actually don't do it, does that make me a bad person? So accepting that, no, it doesn't make you a bad person because you are your own person and you shouldn't have to do certain things. Like, I'm nobody's mama. I ain't got no kids. So the amount of responsibility that I was 
putting on myself because honestly it wasn't always my parents asking or suggesting it was like now this is my role and I'm gonna do this mm -hmm. it was like yeah no that's a that's sometimes a you thing then you need to cut it out <laughs> yeah for, for sure um you speaking about uh accepting like the feelings that you would have it's a it's a few of your 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 um I want you to talk about your uh, your channel too, but watching it, it's a few videos where it's like, uh, like the titles, like I feel this way, I want to, but that's okay, I want to feel it. So I know I've learned that through like therapy and different things. Like, like you said, if if you feeling something, don't try to run away from it as much. Just feel it and embrace it. Um, what what what's so important about that acceptance. I think the most important part is that that feeling is a part of who I am. It's like not accepting a piece of me. Um, I know I keep saying it, but again, very emotional person, run high off the of energy and emotions and what people give me. Um, so not accepting something that I'm giving myself is like, why are you ignoring that part of you? Uh, we need to look into what it is and handle the situation if it's a problem is there a solution if it's not a problem then maybe this is just an emotion that you need to be feeling right now yeah because i think we try to just just try to run away from everything instead of like like once i learned to do that it was like the things that i thought were a big problem and i was able to contemplate on them like like you said is this as big of a deal as, as I think it is? And most of the time, it's not. So it's like, once I learned to accept stuff, it was, my anxiety went down. And avoidance is something I'm still working on. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the emotions can be very draining. <laughs> and sometimes I just don't want to go through the, okay, I'm spent. I need to go take a nap now after this conversation. So I'm, I'm, I'm still working on, because there are some situations I still be like, yep, nope, I'm in this conversation. Um, <laughs> getting to the point where my emotional battery is drained, I need to go. But sometimes you need to push through and get to the end of the conversation, because um, the most recent video I just posted about my master plan, when I shared that with my dad, he's the whole poker and used to look at it as a negative thing but in this case it was actually a positive thing um he had some legit things but because i didn't shut the conversation down we got to the point where even though he's like did you think about this and what about this and remember when i was going through this and you should look at it from this end at the end of it it was still but i support whatever you decide to do it's like because it used to be like, no, nope, it already sounds like you're disapproving and you're not want to support me and stuff like that. And that's how I felt with veterinarian. Um, and the first, it's like nobody really supported me because it was like, who's a veterinarian? We don't know. Do you even know what you're going to? It's like, but now it's like, I don't really care who supports me or not. But it turns out that some people are actually supporting me. It just takes them. They got to go somewhere to get back to the main path right. to explain that no i'm actually supporting you i just want to make sure you're thinking about this too so that you can be successful but that's why i'm blessed to have three parents yes yes <laughs> because my dad's the whole poker but then my moms are usually like okay it sounds like you're getting things together and stuff like that so it's, it's a balance between okay. the moms and the dad <laughs> okay okay um if you don't mind would you like to tell us about your uh, channel youtube channel and it's on instagram yeah, um, I do also post on 
Instagram. Um, my Instagram name is Narelle, which if anybody is wondering, is my middle name. It's N-A-R-A-I-L-L-E. Um, and then the search is the name of the YouTube channel. I don't have very many followers. I'm okay with that. If it grows, it grows. I'm putting it out there for anybody who needs it to be out there. Um, but I don't, I don't really know much to say about it. It truly is, I guess it would be considered like a passion thing. Um, part of it was like, I want to document my journey on figuring out what the heck I want to do, especially when COVID started and I was working from home and stuff and it was like, I'm just working. It was like, what am I working for? So figuring that out. And then it was like, well, this could definitely help. It could be a, a record for me for when I have kids. So if my kids ever go through anything that I'm going through, it's going to be like, mom went through this too. You are perfectly fine. There is no rush. You have time. And I know that there's other people. There's actually somebody who reached out to me that I went to high school for. She has two kids now, and she's in a situation. I'm like, even if you have kids, like, look, I've interviewed my parents, and my parents are almost in their 50s. And they still don't know what they want to do for sure. So there's never, never too late to get there and stuff. And I mean, my channel's become more vloggy lately because I graduated from therapy. Congratulations. <laughs> but it's become very more vloggy now. Um, sharing what I do in regular life and stuff. And then, of course, when I start school and traveling abroad, hopefully sooner than later, okay. Okay. <laughs> it'll show more stuff that, but it's pretty much what it is. It started from me not showing much of my personality to getting more comfortable and sharing the things I learned to now sharing more of my life with people. Okay. So, um, one thing I would like to talk about is, uh, I think we had a conversation before and you are like, that you felt like you were like the, the weird person, <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I don't see it. And I know that when I first started speaking to you, it like, you know how like, you can tell you can talk to somebody then you feel like you can really have a conversation with them. So I think it's more like the, I don't know if you see yourself as being an interesting person, but like sometimes those, it's like the people that are like, feel that they like different in some way, those most interesting people. So that's, I just don't understand why you would think that. Uh, I think it more so developed as a child. Um, you know, nowadays people are more woke about things and black community and black culture and stuff like that. But elementary, I was bullied because I was like, what you call a teacher's pet. I got good grades and did what I was supposed to because that's what you're supposed to do in school. And then always being at church and stuff and people was like, you talk like a white girl or you pronunciating stuff or calling me an Oreo. That was one thing. <laughs> And it's like, uh, my mom used to always say, well, that just means you're going to make more money. And now I mean, that, no, that was just people's ignorance because yeah. black people talk all different kinds of ways. Yeah. Um, and then high school, I guess I started to feel like I was weird because it would be like, okay, I ain't done too much stuff or don't get to go anywhere. People always came to our house. We never went to people's houses. So 
um, trying to be in a group or have conversations or do something, certain stuff with uh, the black kids who would be like, okay, you guys are getting to a point where I don't really know. <laughs> Nobody is catching on to my cues that, okay, I felt left out, so I would have to go and find another group, which never was my color, but then at a certain point, I wouldn't fit in with them anymore, and they'd just be like, okay, I'm just going to be here, and I'll attract the people that I attract. Yeah. Which the people that I attract, I also thought that they were weird, too, and it was like, hey... Weird is cool. <laughs> it was like, it's not that I have a problem with being weird. It's just like, I would like to let people know that I may say, or some of my mannerisms may not be quote-unquote societal norms, because that's just how I handle certain situations. And, you know, like, at work, I always start out, everybody always either thinks I'm stuck up or just super, super quiet because I don't interact with people, but it's because I'm gauging how much of myself that I can let out or other people would be able to handle because I mean I don't really care but if you're not for me you're not for me so why should I spend the energy letting you have me yeah trying to trying to trying to put yourself in a situation where you can be cool with that person it's like it's not worth it yeah because I think people might think the same thing about me that I don't speak but it's like like I'm not trying to be friends with I'm not trying to be friends with everybody. I mean, I'm here to work and do my job. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Carry on, get a warm up. See you working night and morning like you know one cares. Carry on, get a warm up. Cause even though they laugh and talk about the clothes you wear, I wish they could. Let's
yourself is not taking care of yourself. We've made some growth. We've made some progress. We want to keep making progress into a great place um, where you're happy with every decision that you make. some misconceptions that people have of you? Uh, well, high school and then high school, middle school, elementary, it was just kind of stuck up until they got to know me. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't really know because I don't really care. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, that's funny. That was quick. I remember, <laughs> I remember it was the, the first, the first day we had spoke. And I had asked something. I knew that we was going to have a decent conversation after it, but because I knew you weren't going to. It seemed like you take a lot of time to figure out the answer that you want to give sometimes. And I asked you something. I was like, I asked you, I was like, was you and your brother, like, close? And, like, you had got quickly upset. You was like, what? It was like, and I was, and I knew from that, it was like from that moment, I was like, okay, when I speak to her, I'm going to have to ask some deeper, some other questions <laughs> as opposed to like some yes or no shit. I don't know if you remember that at all. But. I, I don't. Okay. I, I don't, but I know what you're talking about because I know that I can be like that. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it seems like people just be asking questions just to ask questions and it's like, 
Damn, I have a problem answering it, but like, <laughs> what, like, what, like, what is your purpose? Why yes, you <laughs> that, that was the exact vibe I got from you, the way you answered. I was like, okay, okay, I ain't gonna ask nothing like that no more. Because um, I can understand, I was like, I can understand why you have that response to it. It's like, why you in my business? Like, you know, I don't know you. Um, what is a dream that you currently fear pursuing? I don't want to use the word fear, really. But like, what's, a, what's one that you're not... It's sold on like the dream that you want to pursue. Um, I honestly don't think that I have one right now. Okay. Um, right now the dream is to experience being abroad for an extended period of time, and I mean the goal is for it to be within the next year or to two years me being able to do it if it takes longer so be it try to learn how to roll with the punches um but nervous because i'll be traveling by myself but i'm going to do it traveling is something that i've always wanted to do um learning language is something that i always wanted to do and even though it uh, my family is all here and i'm very close to them and i would have that aspect of missing them because I can't just walk across the street and say, "Hey, what's up?" I'm. This is something that I've. It, I, it's something I've always wanted to do. I mean, I knew that eventually in high school. I knew eventually I was going to get to it, but I'm like, I'm 30 now, and not not 30 now, but I'm about <laughs> to be 30. And um, even though I'm still young, I'm not old. I still have time. I would like to experience the world before I start thinking about, okay, let's find a partner and settle down. Is that, is that, okay, where does, because I know that, that ranks like really high on people's list, like finding someone, what, where does that rank at right now? Right now it's at the bottom of the list. Okay. It's okay. the last thing that I am thinking about. It's like, it's like. I mean, of course you like when people flirt with you. It rubs your ego a little bit. But as soon as they start to cross that line and start, I'm like, yeah, no. That's not where I am right now. If you want to be friends, sure. But other than that, that's all I got to offer you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What What do you think, not as far as what career you want to go to, what is your purpose, what do you feel like is your, like, root purpose in life? Um... Not a hundred percent sure, but what I feel like right now is that I am still I'm supposed to be an example. Um, not in the sense of being lead by example of what you should do and how to be successful, like because you're the oldest sibling or anything like that, but an example that it is possible to go down a curvy path and have a whole bunch of bumps and still be happy. Mm -hmm. Um because figuring out that you're not actually happy. I mean, you seem like a happy person, but you're not actually happy. It's a hard, hard pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I would like to be able to be like, yeah, I'm happy. I may not be a millionaire. I may not be doing what I thought I would be doing, but I'm following a path where this, this is true happiness for me. Yeah, there's a little bit of struggles, but what's life without struggles? That's what makes you stronger. Um, speaking on happiness, uh, what ways do you keep yourself, like you said, you, um, like you start in school again, so you feel like that's going to be a stressful thing, and all the other stuff you had to deal with throughout life at that time, um, 
what ways do you keep yourself like in tune with like yourself and mindful of like what's going on and to not be as stressed um exercise okay <laughs> I try to exercise uh cause I can't like take dance classes and stuff and I do really like to dance I try to do dance workouts okay um pretty much that's it <laughs> okay cause okay. I just try to exercise and keep my body healthy and um when you exercise it also does something in your mind it helps the endorphins and stuff that helps as well um I often own journal but sometimes journaling gets to be too this just feels like another task so right now I'm not journaling okay okay <laughs> but exercise or movement of the body is something that I really really try to keep because of course it not only helps your body your body emotion stays in motion but it does also help your mind and stuff especially when you're like working out by yourself it's like yeah you get the time to think and stuff and if you need to cry while you're doing a set <laughs> then cry while you're doing a set <laughs> um i asked that question because i it was a picture i seen on your you was like sitting in meditation like a meditation form i guess so do you meditate at all um but, I guess it would be considered meditate, but like uh, some pictures are posed pictures. Okay, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't actually sit like that. It's usually situations like I haven't been able to yet since it started going right, but going on a bike ride, finding a trail or something. Or every time that I travel, I try to find a trail and uh, stuff like that to go and just sit and just be there and just look around and think. Uh, so I guess that's a form of meditation. I definitely don't have a pose or anything, but yeah, when I have the opportunity to just be around trees and stuff, minus spiders. Um, okay. <laughs> you ain't never had nothing crawl on you while you just I, sitting. You know, I'm okay with ants and stuff. It's those eight-legged freaks. I can't do it. I was. It's a park out where my folks live at. I was trying to do that one day, like lay in the grass. I put like a little thing, a little blanket out. And they just kept crawling on me. All kind of, all kind of legged things. What if, like, the more challenging moments in your life taught you about yourself? Um, it, it's is kind of messed up. That's a bad word. I don't know. Maybe that is. It's definitely family. I know that I've said a few times that I don't really care, but it's probably more so family. Is that I may care a little bit too much about what they think and how they perceive me I mean I'm definitely growing out of it now and I care less now it's like I'm sharing it because I want to share with you not because I necessarily want your opinion type thing now but that is something that is hard to grow out of um why do you feel this because you've just been conditioned yeah I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a conditioning I mean of course nobody said like yeah no you should care but when you're taught to respect your elders and what they say and stuff it's kind of like a, okay well it only makes sense to me that uh, their opinions and stuff should be good about me like I've shared it before on my YouTube in one of my videos that the first time that I ever got in really big trouble where my parents actually like grounded me and not just put me on a punishment like you can't do sports or anything type trouble um I will never forget it because as I'm older certain things come back and be like yep that probably was something that wasn't the best but you know parents aren't perfect 
But them saying something like, if so-and-so at church found out, what do you think they would think? Why do we care what they think? I am a teenager. Teenagers make mistakes. Who the crap cares? <laughs> yeah, not to lead a kid to, to not being willing to make the mistake. Exactly. That'll teach them more probably than just always being like a... Yeah, it was like trying to be perfect because this is how people perceive who Deja is. Yeah. And it was, it was like, it was like a eureka moment when I realized, hmm, wow, <laughs> no wonder I'm here. I mean, I, at this point, I'm not necessarily going to blame anybody for that, but it's like, okay, we've learned this. Now, how do we unlearn this? <laughs> yeah, because it's like you're not living for yourself when you're just, like, worried about everybody's perception. I have, I've dealt with that, too. It's like growing up, my folks, they, they weren't as as bad as I thought they were. But it's like, well, uh, don't do this. Don't be loud or, or nothing like that. But it's like sometimes you got to express all those emotions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if it gets you in trouble. But um, based on that... Uh, what have because you said that you kind of, especially with your family you kind of worry you were worrying about probably what they were thinking about you uh, what insecurities have you had to have you are you working through right now or that you've worked through um I'm still working on it even though I've made the decision of what I'm going to do it's still sometimes I got to talk to myself to be like okay let's keep going but trusting my own decisions, okay. trusting that it is actually something that I want to do and I'm happy about. Um, I used to always second guess and be like, well, I need to consult with my parents and see what they think and this, that, and the other. Like, is this truly something that you want to do? Like, I need you to list out reasons and stuff. But with this, the acceptance that you're an emotional being, it may not be a logical decision, but it feels good. That's where I am with my master plan right now. Okay. It's like, I still have to sit and talk about, okay, what if this doesn't work? What is our backup plan? All right, let's, try, let's try something just to, just to see. Let's research something else. And it's like, yep, nope, we're not doing that this time. We're, we're going to follow this path because this is happening. And one thing I keep going back is the steps that I'm taking now in life and the path that I'm about to go. Now, I've never felt this excited and this happy to go down and see what it holds. Everything else was like, it just seems like the logical thing to do, so let's just do it. But now it's like, no, nah, we're actually happy about this. We, we feel good. The feelings are there. So So you, you said you enjoy like seeing, especially in this point in your life, you like uh, to see what's on the other side, even though you don't know exactly what's there. Um, what's something that in your life that you... It's like a, it's something that it's like it's a mystery that you won't that you don't feel like you'll ever know. Or like what what things in life intrigue you like? Um, I just would say the future. The future is intriguing, and it's like there's stuff that you want in the future that may not necessarily happen, but you don't really know for sure if it will or it's not. I don't know. I feel like that was kind of talking in a circle. No. But it was like, I, I don't know. Like, of course, I would love to have kids and love to have my own family. But some people aren't meant to be in a long-term relationship. Some people aren't meant to have kids. I could potentially be one of those people. Who knows? I mean, it would suck. 
where I am right now, it would suck if I never got to have my own child. But by the time I get to that point, I may be like, yeah, no, I'm okay not giving birth and almost dying. I could have died. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm very interested to see what type of person that I will become in the future. I mean, I'm interested to see how... Every, anybody would show, anybody that's close to me, how, what's going to happen when you mature and you get to where I am? Like, the youngest sibling that I have, she'll be 17 this year. I'm 29. That's a 12-year difference. Where will she be when she's 29? Like, my dad says she's a mixture of me and my sister right under me. Okay, let's see how these different personalities mesh to create this individual when she gets to almost 30. Like, the, the, the future in general interests me. I really enjoyed this. Um, if you wouldn't mind going back over your YouTube channel, let people know where to go, listen, see it. Yep. So, YouTube channel is called The Search. I don't have very many followers, but I did find that if you do put the search in and then, like, change the setting to um, channels... Okay. that it has started to pop up in some people's searches okay. and then my instagram is narelle n-a-r-a-i-l-l-e just keep looking out for getting to see more and more of my personality um and you're never too old to start figuring out what you want to do it's never too late to start going towards what you want to do old dogs can definitely learn new tricks <laughs> yep, yep. so i want to thank you once again Thank you. Thank you. Invest in yourself. Bring your happiness to the front. Don't push it back. And let's continue to figure out this life thing together. Do the sky.